0: Yeah, we have started. Welcome, um, Christina. and Hi. Yeah, and Joost. Good morning. And Andy. Hey, everybody. I'm Cor, and we are doing uh, our conversation again. And this morning we are going to talk about our enthusiasm for church and or ICL because yeah, we spent a lot of time for ICL, uh, sometimes more than other times. And um, yeah, we together assume that we are all uh, enthusiastic yes. for the whole business. It would be sad if we <laughs> wouldn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so we are uh, going to tell our stories. I think each of us will have a totally different story. And that mm-hmm. is the great thing about uh, a church like ICL, we all have those different stories and somehow we also share something in common. Um, so, yeah, we are going to tell uh, why are we enthusiastic? And um, Joost, maybe you can uh, start there.
2: Yeah, I I always say that... Um... ICL is the first church that I actually like going to the service. So <laughs> uh, yeah. that's I, don't know, I yeah I I grew up in in the in the Roman Catholic Church, and I, as a child I was always bored out of my brain, and I uh, I was I was counting how do you call that the the teeth on my zipper of, of my coat. Oh my goodness! I was, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was always thinking what what am I doing here and and. Uh, the Roman Catholic church has these rituals and, and yeah, I was a bit for the central question for me is, uh, is is always the purpose. So if I understand the purpose, then uh, then I'm on board and I, as a child and as a teenager, I never really understood the purpose of, uh, uh, of church. So, and then as a, as a, an older teenager, I even, was a um, how do you say that a, a con- convinced atheist? I had the uh, evolution mm. theory, and uh, and that was enough for me. And then um, uh, gradually, I I met uh, Belmuth, and then um, I saw that the, the 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 story of the Bible is not just some vague, irrelevant ancient story, but it's about a God who's who's alive in the here and now and, and can and wants and, and will have an, an influence on you in the here and now so that that was an eye-opener for me so much more uh, personal and then we started I, I started joining her to uh, the um, uh, reformed church that she and, and her uh, family were, were part of uh, and that I that's th- felt a little bit alienating as well i, I just yeah i don't know I, it, it was it was okay i i love this jesus guy but but again the the church services i thought were boring the the the, the songs we sang uh, I, I always made jokes that you, you have these song books um uh, and and uh, you have the uh, the oude rhyming and the nieuwe rhyming. so the, the old way of rhyming and the new way of rhyming, and I always used to say, well, it's the old way of rhyming and the even older way of rhyming, which is which you're you're the,
0: speaking about the psalms,
2: the psalms, yeah, and yeah, but also the also the gezang, I think. Uh, uh, many of them, I, they were singing in ways that I really didn't understand. What on earth am I singing about here? So, um, and in in those years in my twenties, I was playing hockey in the in the first team of uh, uh, of the local hockey vereniging uh, um, uh, here in Leiden. And um, because of that, I, I very often could not go to the service because we were playing somewhere in Tilburg or Breda or where, wherever. And we had to gather in times where, where the church was uh, uh, was going on. So I, w- I was never too sorrowful that I <laughs> I could not go and join church. Because in these times, I always thought, I love this Jesus. He's he's absolutely awesome. But how how on earth... Am I going to go to the church until I'm 80 or 90? I just, <laughs> oh man, I, I really, really couldn't see myself doing that. So, and and uh, we 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 sussed out a few churches uh, in, because we we weren't really in our place in 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 the Reformed Church, uh, uh, and we're talking around. Uh, 2000 around the year 2000 I think and then we came to ICL a couple of times which sort of felt okay but we were still like yeah but this language thing and our kids we hmm. were not sure and then I don't know I I, I, I always say um, I, I was baptized as a baby uh, but since I had been a, a, a convinced atheist I wanted to rededicate myself to jesus and and be baptized as an adult again and <clears throat> the the uh the old the, the traditional churches didn't want to have anything of that because i was baptized as a baby so they didn't re-baptize adults so i found a way to get baptized and after that the first time th- and and then four days after i was baptized there's i was born uh, and then we stayed out of the uh, the reformed church for about six, seven weeks or, or something like that, because we didn't want to dump our small baby in the, in the children's service. Um, uh, and we really, really felt felt very uncomfortable keeping her with us because this, there is a certain holiness to the reformed uh, services and, and it's, it doesn't feel comfortable to keep your baby. who you can start to cry and make sounds with you. So we stayed out of the services. And the first service that we thought, well, we, we could we could join again, that that was the ICL service. We thought, hey, they don't mind if there's a bit of sound and, and baby sounds. And, and, and it turned out that the, that same service was the same service that uh, was Andy and Helen's uh, first service in ICL. Oh, wow. Um, well, ancient history, um, yeah, ancient history, and and during that service somehow things clicked. Uh, we felt at home, and 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 we never left. So I don't know. It's it's uh, it's hard to really pinpoint, but I think for me the biggest difference is that it's uh, I I understand better what we are doing, and it's more it's more personal. I, I see a lot of. Things that we could improve in our our ICL services, uh, even if I lead them myself uh, uh, every now and then. Uh, But at least, yeah, I don't know. I I still enjoy coming to the service, being there. Um, Anyway, let's uh, there will more more details will come, but that's sort of my my journey in in finding ICL and, and why I'm passionate about it yeah Uh, thanks i I have one question you
0: talked about singing the psalms so i'm looking at our um, english and american uh, members of the elders Uh, i don't know if you uh, know that in your country we in the reformed churches there's the custom to sing psalms Uh. and they have been uh, made into songs several times yeah and there are different traditions of which version to use. Yeah. And also mm. whether to sing them rhythmic or arythmic.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's typical Dutch Reformed mm. culture, I think, a bit. Yeah.
3: yeah um, I would say probably in the UK, um, within some um, expressions of, of the Anglican Church. Uh, I, as a child, I was in an Anglican church. There would be the singing of, of some psalms as part of the um, the service, um, and which, of course, can be incredibly enriching um, and uh, very special. Um, I think it's you know one thing that struck me from you speaking, just about finding community. Um, um, I am sure, well, I know the pastors have wanted to. There's some reformed churches that are very life-giving, in, yeah. in Netherlands, it's just maybe that particular experience that you had was not uh life-giving for you um, um yeah so, yeah but just as maybe a very contemporary spontaneous more informal church service might not be for other people yeah exactly um, they might yeah. they might find that hard but uh yeah. it's good to you know hear your story a bit more about you know what uh <clears throat> Led you to be it's, part of ICL. so well,
2: yeah. When, when we talk about it, things things come back a little bit. So, uh, so one thing was that the, the 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 way of singing some some phrases were just impossible. I really was thinking, well, what am I singing? It's Dutch, but I really don't understand what I'm singing here. Mm. So that was one part of it. Uh, and also, I, th- I thought that the the more recent uh, Christian songs they also use n- not the organ, uh, <laughs> like electrical guitar, and and it, it just <clears throat> resonated more. And there was this whole discussion going on uh, whether we were allowed to to have some uh, of those kinds of songs in the church, and that was just blocked by the older people, and they did, they just didn't want that. So. I, I I have to say I really felt at home with there were a, a lot of my age group, so in in their twenties, mm-hmm. so that there I felt very much at home. But the service itself was just yeah, it's that one part was a song, but also the 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 sermon often was. Uh, by the end of the sermon, I was thinking, okay, I, I get what you're saying, and now. Uh, uh, always at the point where I was thinking okay so now you're going to say how all this theoretical blah blah uh, will help me shape my life and that was the the point where they said amen and I was like yeah so so now what so uh, the 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 way of speaking was also very very distant uh, uh, to me it was very theoretical hypothetical and the link to how it influences my life was just I wasn't able uh, to make it. So that also yes. didn't uh, didn't help. Didn't help. So it was all very formal, distant. I don't know. It's yeah.
4: interesting then because you're, um, I mean, not the topic we're on, but certainly a topic we've talked about before, the importance yeah. of the Sunday service. Um, because we're not just a Sunday service, right? That's not the only time that mm. we are the church. Um, and we talk a lot about connect groups and small groups being super important. But you're saying you felt, at home with your peer group um but not at home in the larger church body on a a sunday service so it does say that you know that um while we connect groups are important the sunday services also
1: um
4: because it's where the smaller you know uh sort of miniature families come into the broader family and you want uh people to feel welcome and a part of that service as well
2: yeah yeah exactly so we we never we never said that we wanted to get rid of the organ and the old songs. We just asked for some room for a form of music that uh, that connected more uh, uh, with us, and that was just not allowed. Uh, there are uh, no I- other instruments, uh, and, th- and th- it was never said like that. But uh, the feeling you got was those kinds of instruments. They are from the devil. <laughs> nah, that's that's mm. too too harsh. <clears throat> But then I'm thinking, well, okay, so the instruments, yeah, like the guitar and the, and the and the drums and whatever, they're all very biblical instruments. But the one singular instrument that is really not biblical is the organ. So <laughs> now I always found that very, um, uh, very I- ironic, and and it, mm. it ended up in the feeling that I. Uh, I got the feeling that in, in those kinds of churches, they don't have a triune God, but a, a, a quadruple-une God, which is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Holy Tradition. I sometimes got the feeling that the, the tradition was even more important than than Jesus himself. And that, yeah, that was also alienating uh, for me.
3: Oh, that's another podcast, isn't it? I mean, talking <laughs> tradition, because tradition doesn't have to be a bad thing but no all and all groups have their traditions you know even um churches should identify as charismatic or pentecostal or whatever they have their own tradition they have their own liturgy um etc and it's just whether the tradition is i don't know fitting with with life-giving faith and centering on christ and and helping people grow or is it becoming a straight jacket and uh, just something that, yeah and that's so, that,
4: that's that whole diversity piece again yeah you know needing to have it's not it's not it doesn't need to be exclusive one or the other uh, yeah. but having that mix so that that's it uh, everybody has you know um something that 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 speaks to them that that touches yeah. them i mean i Come from a more Pentecostal charismatic uh, background. Yeah. So it's actually funny because for me, I come from the other, and I didn't grow up in church. I, I, I've told this before. I, I started going to church in my late teens. Uh, but you know, for us, it was like we had people um, approaching the the music team and saying, "Can we do more hymns? Why don't we do more hymns?" And yeah. they would get you know upset because we were doing so much contemporary, <clears> uh, you know, like CCM contemporary yeah. music, music, um, and not enough. Hymns, and they yeah. you know and they and they miss that so it's funny because it's kind of uh switched around in that way um yeah. and while we don't uh when i was a kid uh so my my grandfather uh was a was a reverend and he had a church and it was a spanish church um so in the u.s but still a, a exclusively spanish speaking oh, yeah. service and um so they also will sing uh psalms like they literally will take the psalms and put it to music and you know and that's yeah that's it um uh, so I, I didn't really grow, grew up with it, having to sing it myself or anything like that. Cause I wouldn't really know the songs cause I didn't go to that church. I would just be visiting on, you know, a Sunday or something. Um, although they went to church several times in the week. So any day that I showed up at my grandparents' house, I could be going to church,
2: wow. um,
4: mm. you know, and not really like on having no foundation, no understanding of what was going on. Um, but I know they, they too have, and it's a very charismatic church. Um, so for me, like church wasn't boring. It was a little scary. (laughs) You you would not find me counting the teeth on my zipper. You'd see me with my eyes bugging out of my head, looking around, like, what is that lady doing? Why is she (laughs) running? (laughs) Like it was such a different, you know, just a different, not to mock that, (laughs) but for a kid, you know, it was just like, I I don't understand what's going on. Why is everybody shouting? Um, (laughs) you know so it was it was never it was never boring when I visited it was really <laughs> super interesting um but still still alienating for me as a you know as a young person like not really because I had no context I had no idea what was going on it just mm. seemed like chaos you know um mm-hmm. so that's funny because when you said that counting the teeth on your zipper I thought yeah no that didn't happen I was always like what is happening in here <laughs> um it wasn't until I got you know I got older and my you know, my parents were Started going back to church, like I said, when I was a teenager. And we, uh, again, joined a, a Pentecostal church. Um, uh, a little less charismatic than the one my, my grandfather uh, pastored. But, um, and, and then I started to get bored. Then I would, oh, yeah. you know, sit there and like, okay, when is this going to be over? I like the music. But the rest of the time, I just didn't feel like um, things were hitting, hitting me in any kind of way. But you know, I had we had youth and things like that, and um, but even then, I still didn't feel at home within the church. It was a very interesting. I don't know. They they did a lot to try and you know they did outreach. They did a lot to try and make it uh, um, appealing to people, um, but there was still something that just didn't connect for me until I was. Until I was older, and it's like you said, Yos, know, it's really, um, it's really about like having that encounter with Christ, yeah, and really um, connecting with the personhood of Jesus, and yeah. um, and that relationship with Him, and that leading me into um, going to church and getting something out of it, and really starting to like open up my, you know, my ears and listen to what was what was being said.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, I'm always interested in one of the things you said, Christina, about um about not really knowing the context. And uh yeah. um I think in both hearing both your stories, that's thing. So in one case, uh, a more um liturgical uh approach to worship, which has its place, uh, and one where it's far more free and maybe yeah, and I and I grew up essentially in the same traditions. It's christina So, uh well what, what's going on but it's that context it's that meaning that's that why why as any church community are we doing different things how is that helping us worship how is that helping us understand more of what the gospel is about and place christ's teaching in our daily lives and, and and so on and when there isn't a context I don't think it matters what style of service it is. It's mm. just going to wash over us and it's going to be relevant, confusing, bizarre, or any other uh, kind of thing. So mm. it's interesting in a way, two very different expressions of church, but in a way had the same impact. Yeah. Um, which was quite interesting listening, both both stories there. Yeah. Um,
4: mm. Yeah. The, you know, I was thinking about in, in, um, Cor, when you sent out this topic and I was thinking about this, I was already in the middle of thinking about why is it that I, why, why am I involved with pastoral care? Why do I do this? Like what, why do I do this? Why do I continue to do it? Even when it um, gets difficult at times or, or, you know, um, yeah, taxing in, in different ways. Why do I do this? And, um, I had a conversation with someone last week, and I said, you know, I went through, um, I, I went through a lot of hard stuff as a young person, and I felt alone while I was doing it, and while I was trying to figure out how to, you know, how to cope, um, and kind of finding out who I am and all of that. I did it alone most of the time, um, and one of the reasons that I am so enthusiastic about you know, church and, and being part of a church is because I don't want anyone to do it alone. Yeah. I don't want anyone to feel like they have to go through hard things alone or that they have to figure it all out on their own. Um, and that, for me, is, is really something that I come back to. I mean, there, there have been years, even as an adult, um, where I, I didn't attend a church. You know, I think you can get into that. Um, I think if you stay away long enough, it becomes the threshold for going back gets Mm. higher. It's very hard to climb over. Um, But in the end, I do end up coming back and looking for a church because I do want that sense of not walking alone. Um, And of course, you know, we have Christ. um, But one of the ways that we see, you know, God uh, expressed is in other people. We, We see parts of him in other people, which is why we need diversity, right? Because we, Get different Mm -hmm. uh, facets of God that way. Um, and that's also why I, I love ICL. It's what, it's, it's something that we're really good at. We're really good at, uh, showing up for people and, and walking alongside people, um, and, and letting people know that, you know, to come as they are. Um, and we're willing to, to journey through whatever, you know, what, however that looks. And that for me is a really important element of, church um yeah and you know i we we visited icl um uh, in like 2009 um before we moved back to the u.s we visited uh and i enjoyed the service i i remember andy like plugging the shack at the time the book I was like, <laughs> wow that's a
1: while oh. ago <laughs> yeah,
3: oh.
4: and i i was like oh man i so i actually picked up the book because andy plugged it in the service and i love the book and I mean, I loved the book and that's probably not for everybody. So don't judge me guys, um, but I loved the book so much. And to me, that said something about the church too. Even if it didn't, for my mind, it did. It was like, okay, if this is, you know, if the, if the pastor is talking about this book um, and I am just so in love with the way God's love comes out of this book, then that says something to me about the church, but I still didn't get plugged in. I, I, I kind of was just an outsider. We visited a few times. Um, we even came during one of the Sundays where we had like a potluck and stuff like that. Um, mm. the difference between then and when we came back, um, four, four years later, um, was that I got plugged in. The second time we came, I, you know, I, I met people. I started talking. I joined a connect group. I, you know, joined the music team and just that made it my family. Mm. So I think you can, you know, Still be on the outside of icl even though we're super warm and welcoming and you know i think you can still kind of not feel plugged in because you have to put in you have to put yourself in you know in order to sort of get that sense of community back out
2: yeah mm-hmm. it it took me a while to really plug in the, uh, because the first year or so uh when Uh, when we joined Deersa was really small and we didn't have Mm. too much time and energy to pick up a task and and I think uh, the time that I really uh, integrated with the rest was the time I started doing some things uh, a bit more actively like joining a connect group and and picking up tasks and stuff like that (laughs) sorry that's fine so yeah I think Doing something or or joining something or whatever really helps to, yeah, um, in te voegen, you say in Dutch. I don't know how you say that in English, but um, in, integrate, I, I guess. Are you
3: speaking in tongues or something? That's actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think,
2: well, what you do as a car on the highway, you merge, merge. right? Yeah, <laughs> merge.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. so. Uh, it, it reminds me my my story has always been uh, from being a child uh being active part of a church because as a child we were uh, as a family members of a church that grew a lot. So in the place next to it, in the in the, in the village next to it, a uh, daughter church was started. And that was where we lived. So already as a child, it started with with meetings on Sunday evenings. We Mm -hmm. rented the school and uh, my parents were were involved from the beginning. So I went with my father and we put up the the chairs. Mm -hmm. And um, it was the same school I went to uh, during the weeks. So I knew that school. I must have been 10 or something like that. And um, that church has grown over the following decade into an independent church. And for me also, the uh, teenage years, I didn't find them easy, but church was something like a place where I was at home. Mm. And I grew up in a uh, Baptist church My family have roots in that tradition uh, going back at least to my grandparents Mm. and uh, some even more. Uh, But they also were uh, Baptists with a uh, charismatic influence. So part of the family uh, went to um, uh, Johan Maasbach ministries. Johan Maasbach was a faith healer. And we had a um, TV uh, part of it. Uh, It was that uh, that time. Um, And he had churches all over the Netherlands. He also bought ancient church buildings. So there was uh, a lot of money there. And also as a family, we uh, regularly went to uh, national meetings there. And as a child, I have fond memories of that. So church was very much about community. And for me, being a part of a church and being a Christian, being a believer has always been a flip side of the same coin. Mm -hmm. I really can't imagine being a Christian without the community of the church. Um, And that community has never been perfect I have seen really uh, ugly roles, uh, ugly disputes, and even splits um, among in a a community. And uh, I have seen different sides of the same people
1: Mm. who were
0: were on the one hand really important to me and really nice, and on the other hand could do... uh, yeah, bad things to other people. Um, for example, um, when I was uh, in my uh, 16, 17, I think, um, we had a pastor who I really liked, who have said to me important things to help me understand what uh, faith was about. But he was also a, um, a quiet man and he, um, he had a, a wife who was more extrovert. And at that period, uh, a dispute broke out. Uh, this pastor tried to be neutral because, well, he tried to um, buy together both parties. And in a way, I always will ad- admire him for that. But... Uh, it was later on uh, I heard the the price he had to pay the gossip that went around, the ugly things Mm -hmm. said about him and about his wife about his daughter who was uh, who had a PhD in theology but yes she was a woman, it was that kind of church uh, Mm -hmm. where that was not allowed. Mm -hmm. So I've seen all the ugly sides and I've seen how hard it can be to be a pastor or any kind of leader in a church. Yeah. And I've seen that many, many times. But still, I believe in a church. Yeah. Hmm. It's part of being Christian. And um, and uh, it's simply what I... It is in my own experience to be uh, seen uh, uh, by other people, but also that the cross is... Um, reconciling people yeah. uh if it's not for me not just reconciliation with god and god forgiving stuff and i can do what i want it is also between other people they are connected uh, for me and um, yeah for me the church is the place where where god is where, where christ is where the spirit is that's where we in a way Uh, I I read this with some uh, theologian who, um, because of his illness, went to his own church, and he wrote a book, Why Should I Go to the Church? Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it's nice, all those reasons, because, yeah, he was used to go out preaching, but now he was forced to go to the church, and he enjoyed that, because it's it's, it's a bit theological, but the church is a place where we can meet God. And we meet God in different ways, Mm -hmm. uh, some through being accepted in the community, some through the the preaching, some through the songs. Um, For me, my youth group that my pastor did was a small group. And I think most teenagers would find it very boring. Uh, There was uh, at a certain point a competitive group started, which was more common, uh, a teenage group. I was invited there. I found it very boring that small group Yo, know, I am uh, I am a thinker yeah. I like study and that small group gave me that opportunity at a certain point the, uh, the pastor got ill and, uh, and left but for me it was a stepping up uh, to prepare stuff for myself my, I, I looked in the uh, bookcase of my father and found uh, books there and I prepared yeah. stuff uh, it is um, that element has been important for my own formation. And that's also why I value diversity in the church so much. What is boring for one can be very important for someone else.
3: Yeah. yeah,
0: And being part of a family where we are very different, some say, well, you have to find the right church. That would mean for us as a family, we need to go to different churches yeah uh-huh. well that does not really work for us you know it is um i think yeah family life can be very challenging but we have one community where we can all belong and find yeah. different ways to do stuff And you know, also for me as, as a father there are things i cannot provide for my for my children yeah because i'm also limited and they need stuff they need stuff other people are doing yeah. uh, That's, for example youth groups can be provided so it's, you know, mm. church and that's not only it it is for me also the church is where uh, to use big words where justice and righteousness is present you know, those words for me is yeah um, making Christian faith and the gospel my own Those were important parts of it. And part of righteousness is that we are all loved and we are all uh, important. We are all seen. No one is excluded. That's what the the Old Testament prophets speak about all the time. Mm. That is church.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, I think the church in our current world is a unique community to to bring that all together and it makes it also very hard but I think the two go together you know that's that is where my passion is coming from um, you know I um, yeah the, the the funny thing I did not grow up in a um, traditional church uh, I have a sister now who married a uh, son of a informed uh, minister that is what we have with traditional churches in our family but um, you know, when I did my um, PhD uh, defense my professor one of the things he said uh, what he saw in me that I loved tradition
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I was a bit surprised but thinking about yeah he's right you know, when Jodh is talking about the organ and no one understanding it yeah what I've learned through studying theology is I came to understand the traditions. Yeah. So I know where people are coming from. Yeah. And also my experience, when people are having disagreements about tradition, often no one is knowing the background. No one mm. is having any understanding That's it. why it has grown in a certain way. Yeah. And I always say you need to understand tradition to continue it or to discontinue it, yeah. because it's, or, or it makes sense, or it doesn't,
1: yeah.
0: and um, I have been involved also in my in previous churches in, um, well, Who Are We?, uh, the funny thing about the Baptist churches that I was part of is that no one really understood what it meant to be a Baptist church. and it caused all kinds of problems Um, so uh, yeah I don't care that much about being a different church tradition but it shapes us as an ICL we try to focus on what unites us but we have our history we have our personality and it shapes who we are we need to take that into account uh, yeah. and to um, do that. Yeah, okay. I, I've I've been talking, but this is why I'm enthusiastic about church and about ICL.
2: <laughs> now, what helps me in, in stories in general is uh, what I shared. Is there there um, at a certain moment I was I even experienced some irritation towards uh, a, a tradition and, and stuff like that but by listening to to what it what uh, contemplative uh services do to uh, to certain people well you you've given you've given some examples there core uh, then uh the, the the first level is that looking through your eyes and, and through the eyes of other people i could uh, come back to appreciate tradition again and and come to appreciate contemplative things again so that that's by listening to other people and and how they experience things um, that's the first what even if it doesn't really speak to you uh, I've learned to enjoy it because I know it touches other people and then uh, you could even grow a second level where you start to uh, to where you do start to get um, uh, uh, touched by um, those old rituals and and uh, and, and things again. So uh, there's been a, a a few years where I didn't really like to hear uh, any of the traditional songs again, and now uh, I would love to have some of them uh, back in our services. so, that, that's one of the for me, sharing stories in, in church but also outside church helps us to understand each other and then it's, it's easier to, uh, to, to, to be one I think so yeah, yeah.
0: And, and, and it's of course the, the, it's a bit sad, but it's also reality that past experiences can make it, uh, can make it very difficult to enjoy yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, in a Dutch context, uh, the, for example, the Heidelberg Catechism, yeah. uh, has been uh, drilled into teenagers during their yeah. uh, catechism uh, lessons, and they often are not able to enjoy the content anymore. Yeah, I did not grow up in that tradition. Yeah, exactly. But and when I read it, I find it beautiful. Yeah. And yeah,
3: it's a reality of I life. Wonder,
4: that yeah, that is way. Yeah, I wonder how that is, Andy, for you, because you. So you said you grew up in Anglican church when you were a child.
3: Wow, well, that... mixture. Yeah, I was in a. Yeah, so I'm
4: wondering. Church.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, different traditions: a Brethren church, an Anglican church, an Evangelical church, a Charismatic Baptist church. Um. I yeah, I mean looking back, I don't know if I appreciated it at the time. I have no idea. Um, probably not on occasions. Um, I, I value the richness um yeah. of that, the different uh traditions and um God at work within each of those. Um and of course there were strengths and the weaknesses and and yeah, um like Core was saying, I I've you know, I've seen some ugly sides to church world as well and um, I'm going to go into all of that now. Um, and I can understand maybe one or two people listening and COVID adding into the challenges of it. I think, well, why bother with church? But, mm. um, yeah, it's something I, I'm still quite passionate about. I know I've shared before, either in a podcast or on a Sunday service at times, I thought I wanted to walk away from church, but I couldn't walk away because of Jesus. Um, but actually... The two are the two are linked together. I yeah. don't think you can split one from the other. I've been rereading um, one of my favorite New Testament uh, letters, that is Ephesians, and just Paul again and again and again writes about the church. And I'm, I'm just going to read one verse, just for me, it sums up why the two are so linked. This is it's Ephesians one, uh, glasses on here, twenty two, twenty three. God placed all things under his feet, but appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way, that there's just this intimate connection between Jesus and his body, which Paul writes is the church. Uh, and so there's someone like, oh, the church isn't this and the church is that. And, you know, we don't need church and so on. Well, there's an element here, dare I say it, we're saying we don't need the church as an element. We're saying we don't need Jesus. Um, now, sadly, of course, Um, there's a lot of stuff in the church world that doesn't necessarily reflect the love of Christ. Um, That's the reality because Christ is at work amongst ordinary, fallible people like all of us. Um, There's just that link and and yeah, I, I, I feel passionate about local church and I particularly feel passionate about MCL, which is probably just as well, isn't it? Really, so I was <laughs> uh, picked up by a lot, a lot of my life. Um, uh, I, I love international church because of just that diversity, that richness of experience, the different backgrounds, different church backgrounds, or no background at all, uh, and just that opportunity to be a little bit of a, a taster of. Um, some of those images you get in, in the last book of the Bible in Revelation about people from all these different tribes and nations and languages worshipping God together. And, and yeah, I, I love that. I love that there's this opportunity that people can come to a particular country, in this case the Netherlands, uh, and be part of a community and maybe experience Jesus for the first time or they grow in their faith uh in a way and then move on to another nation that actually nations can be impacted just even for us in a small church congregation and that yeah. excites me I, I i love that um it has its challenges too um but for me the two are just linked together and and i can't walk away from jesus because of the church i can't walk away from church because of jesus I, I think that's how i would put it up but i also understand that lots of people are disillusioned with Jet for all kinds of reasons. And, um, my heart goes out to them because yeah, I share, I understand some of those reasons. So, you know, Can I, don't I know that you? answers your question, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, but, it, 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 it does.
4: It, it does. Because I, I think you're, I think w- what you're giving is a more uh, complete picture uh, of, you know, it's not actually just about what's traditional, what isn't, or what's, you know, uh like liturgical more contemplative like all of those things are good um but we need all of it and i think that's that's the thing about um an international church that's quite unique is that you have so many people that may not necessarily have the same background or the same experience and getting getting that exposure is so good for our faith
1: Mm. and it's
4: what we end up missing if all we do is sit in a sort of tunnel with people who think like us and act just like us and have only seen what we have seen. We miss out on things. Um, mm. I mean, we have, we need that element too, because having some like-minded people also helps you, but there's, yeah. and that exposure, mm. you know, that exposure to other, other things, it does, it grows your faith. It gives you a more complete picture of, of God. We can't, mm. we can't see him all, you know, all just on our own. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I just want to add, while we are talking, I'm thinking uh, maybe we should have said that at the start, but at least my definition of church is, uh, uh, like Kendall said during the service yesterday, it's it's one, it's people. It has very little to do with the building or it has nothing to do with the building. The people are the, the stones of which the church is built. Plus, the church is way way more than the service on 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 sunday eh? and we are in in our discussion now we are inclined to talk about sunday service and i understand that because we we, that's where we get together uh, all of us but the church is also our connect groups the church is two friends from church having coffee in a cafe and and talking about life the church is uh, lisette and christina helping others with uh, pastoral issues um this conversation is being church church is so much more than than just um the the sunday it's really community it's people sharing their lives and hearts together uh, around jesus around, gathered around the cross yeah.
3: one of the other um yeah one of the other uh verses i like or phrases i like in ephesians is it says something like His intent was that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. And it's like a bit of an old English word, but, you know, there's many faceted, almost like different sides of a diamond wisdom of God should be made known. And and yeah, it's, you know, the church, yes, the church gathered, whether it's on a Sunday or small groups, but also People, the members of the church, spread through in the week in in salt and light, and the workplaces and yeah. their neighbourhoods, in, yeah. in in their study courses, yeah. um, engaging faith with things like climate change and justice, and righteousness, yeah. and 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 exactly. yeah, um, to be that expression of of Christ's kingdom till He comes again. Um, of mm. course, it won't fully hap- happen until Christ comes back, but I just think there's just this wonderful opportunity and. Um, and I don't always have that perspective. As times, I lose mm-hmm. that perspective. And times, I just think, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I had this perspective all the time. But you know, this this Christ, the church as the expression of Jesus to each other, but also to society around us and into yeah. the world, which is so polarized that uh, actually that that unity in Christ and that breaking down of boundaries between people. In a, in a good way,
1: yeah,
3: um, it's a message for the world. Mm. Um, yet so often, <laughs> church doesn't seem like good news to the world. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think would you I, have
4: to manage that expectation as well. I mean, the church the church is still made up of people, yep. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you've got people involved, it's not going to be great all the time. No, nope. <laughs> no, you know, that's just no matter how much, or no matter how good the intentions, um, yeah. you know it's still it's still just made up of people and I think that's um, something that we we end up running into is that we we, we can also put it on a pedestal as if it's mm. something mm. Uh, you know holy in and of itself but it it's it, what makes the church great is Jesus <laughs>
1: yeah
4: <laughs> you know yeah. Um, and and the rest of us are all just figuring it out together um, but it's not it's yeah it's made up of people the pastor is a person Andy you are yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm definitely human. Yeah. So uh, so. <laughs> no. I'm definitely imperfect human. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, I think that's a that's yeah. oftentimes, what with anything, that's what happens. is Our expectation is is our, our expectations are off. We really need to, yeah, be better about managing our expectations um, because mm. sometimes we get hurt not because someone has purposely hurt us, but because we expected something and we yeah. got disappointed when we didn't get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
4: And that applies to the church as well you know you come into church with a certain expectation of what it's going to be like and what you're going to get out of it um but is there space in your mind for if i don't get those things out of it is it still okay yeah
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
3: yeah it's how it's how to so things like how do we help how do we help people outside church to find a place within the church community so it's a place not a product because
1: Mm -hmm.
3: if if people are looking for a product then they're just going to keep until they find the one and then of course once the product doesn't meet the requirement move on again and and and, um yeah it's yeah i get it for example not everybody on the planet is going to come to icl i mean yeah was social distancing that would create quite a lot of problems at the moment <laughs> um um we we'll just have to have every do you know what i mean not everyone are going to be other congregations which are going to be a better fit for people but but just that, that would have a heart if they're a follower of jesus to be part of a local church whatever that looks like however that's expressed um i think it can make a big difference but as you say you know, it's not putting it on a pedestal <laughs> it's just like um made up of ordinary people so yeah Christ and we work. also
4: you know i i read something recently somebody was saying that one of the issues they had with the church um and it wasn't a specific church it was the church um was that you know we um in order to be part of the church you have to continually be with the church like always with other people and that we don't we we aren't good about allowing people to take time away or be uh, alone or have that mm-hmm. sort of solitude that we don't encourage solitude. Um, uh, and I think that's probably also blown out of proportion because we we also we do want people to take the time away to have that one on one time alone with God to have that solitude. So we're not saying like you have to be in church all the time and if you're not then you're not you're not doing this right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're not, You're no longer part of the church. Um, That's a very sort of us, them uh, mentality as well. Um, Because our our relationships are individual. It is an individual relationship with Christ as well as a collective relationship with the savior, which is something that I've been thinking about because core kind of touched on it. um, When he spoke last uh, about what does it mean for us to be human? You know, who are we? And, um, and seeing that, that when you read, like when you read the Bible, it's not just for the uh, individual, that these, this message, this, you know, isn't just, I'm so sorry. I have a toddler here who has decided that this is the moment to be
3: right. That's <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> uh,
4: um, but that it's not just this, this message of Christ. Christ dying on the cross wasn't just for the individual. It absolutely is for the individual, but it's also for people, all people. Yeah. As as a as a whole, we are so we are individuals, but part of a whole. Uh and I feel like sometimes we miss that. We've really individualized um yeah. faith. We've really made it down to the person. Jesus died for you. Absolutely, he did, but he died for us.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know,
4: and, and you get to see that within the church. Yeah. Um, yes. And being within the context of seeing other believers and other people who are on the journey of faith. Um you know, even with uh, like with my husband, his, his story is so different than mine and how he encountered God is so different than how I did. Mm. But hearing his story and, and, and seeing how he's grown in his faith in a totally different way than I have, has increased my faith.
1: Yeah. Yes. Really <laughs> yeah. cool. You know, yeah.
4: Like, yeah. And he's not, you know, I mean, he, he would not mind me saying this cause he'll tell you himself. He's not a, a person who enjoys a big crowd or enjoy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, Uh, that's not for him, not the best way for him to, to grow and really soak up, you know, God's presence. Um, He's a one-on-one kind of person. Um, But even that he still appreciates being able to be part of a community. Mm. And there's place for everyone within our community, whether you're an extrovert, introvert, whether you like, you know, having a big party, or you just prefer to go walking one-on-one. It's not uh, yeah. We don't draw lines there, like, well, this, it has to look like this. Mm. And I think that's a really, that's a really positive point of ICL as well.
0: Yeah. One of the images for the church is family. Yeah. It's one of our, our fir- uh, four words we have that are yeah. subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about your family, but when I look at my family, uh, the bigger family, uh, uh, also including... Uh, uncles and aunts and nephews and nieces etc it is very diverse yes and there is conflict yeah Uh, there is pain there is joy Um, some are more to the center of the church others are farther away but what i like about my family is you are part of it Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like it,
2: if you <laughs> want to
0: take some distance, yeah. yeah. There are hey. moments. There are not that many, but there are moments that, uh, for example, at at funerals, mm-hmm. also at 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 marriages, everyone is there. Yeah, and everyone is invited. And um, yeah, I like it as an image of a church. You know, um, some of my family can do stuff for the family that I cannot.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And um, I enjoy the the benefits of what they do. Uh, I like being part of a church, but I also like um, Christina's husband. I don't like big groups. I feel lost there. I like smaller groups. Um, But I do like church services. Hmm. And not mm-hmm. even for the, the social support. Also, I also very much can enjoy uh, communion. Yes. You know, we are all very imperfect, and from the beginning you have that central ritual where we remember the death of Christ, but also where we remember that that death has made us one. Yes. And we that there is we need that forgiveness to continue to be in that community mm-hmm. because we are so imperfect. Um we make mistakes, we make mistakes uh, because we, well, we rebel against God somehow because we find something else more important, but also we hurt each other. Yeah. sometimes with intention, sometimes not. Sometimes we are not even aware of it. Uh, sometimes yeah. we simply overlook people, yeah. which we should not. Um, so having that that ritual that's so central, we need, you yeah, to use a very ancient expression from the first centuries. It's like medicine for for, for, for life. Mm. We need that. Mm. Um, and also then it is for me, the, the, the communal part is more important than the individual part uh, when we celebrate communion. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, I like it when we stand in that big circle Holding hands, and I yeah. hope there's a time that we can mm. do that again. <laughs> yeah. mm.
1: uh,
0: being, having, being physical, having physical meetings, having, uh, I even understand it now better than before the pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. something positive has come out. Yeah. Of I can enjoy it more than that. Yeah, uh, mm. it is so. Uh, yeah, and like others have said already, hearing personal stories of why they like, for example, a certain song mm. or a certain elements yeah. in the church helps me to uh, appreciate it, even if it's something that I don't catch.
1: Mm. You
0: know, we have mentioned it earlier, uh, that uh, also the songs, it takes time to understand songs, mm. I love yeah. Psalms. Yeah, I have one of those weird people who have specialized in the Old Testament, so I understand that world, that language, and I can connect to it.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. When you come to the church for the first time and you 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 see those weird words, it takes time. When when for example uh, lately uh, my my son was sitting next to me and we sang a song which had a word that, oh yeah, it was, it was old English. Yeah. Die and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you don't learn uh, in school. So I explained to him and he said, oh, and he, there came some understanding (laughs) of what we are doing. Uh, Yeah. It, it, um, it takes time to, uh, yeah, understanding something for me that's important. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Uh, mm. And understanding is sometimes the why, but sometimes it's also knowing
2: someone.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, and it's you say it takes time. That's true, but it also takes time and effort to explain. I think. Yeah. If you never explain how can, if, some things, you will never uh, never understand. So. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. and uh, I've, I've um. I don't know in in other settings. For instance, I've heard things like, well, the the especially in 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 the older and the more the traditional churches, I've heard things said like, uh, well, the kids just have to learn and sit through the uh, the church service and um, yeah, that it's it's all nice that they want something else, but they'll just have to learn to appreciate it. Um, that that does not resonate well with me because. Uh, my personal experience is that I lost Jesus in being forced to sit through something that didn't really resonate and was never uh, explained. So um, I think it's good to, to, yeah, to explain a lot and to share hearts uh, uh, a lot. Yeah, well, I think that's so important, isn't it? It's just that church life
3: is relevant. But church life is about all the week. You know, and it's not something that's just separated off. Oh, we go we go to a church service. No, we are the church. Exactly. Who are gathering together. We don't go yeah. to church and and um but actually that, that corporate expression of faith is then relevant for being in our workplaces, being on our study board yeah. being in our families, yeah. um, thinking about what we see in the news, you know, how do we respond? not just actively, but proactively, to issues like climate change. You yeah. know, how does our faith speak into that? The church, I believe in its best form, is called to be prophetic and, and countercultural and to speak in exactly. society, um, yeah. not in an arrogant way, like, oh, we are holier than thou, we know yeah. everything. But actually, in, in that brokenness in Christ, to to just bring that different perspective, I think yeah. church is Humble. so needed in this world, yeah um, you know even in in places like Western Europe, nations like the Netherlands, where less people are connected with church, you know um, you know worldwide, the church is growing numerically, but of course yeah. in Western countries that isn't a, a reality and, and I think surrounding culture can impact the way that we end up viewing church, and I think we can lose that 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 image, that vision of church as an expression of Christ to really make a difference in society, you know, and which, you know, yes, different approaches, liturgical, spontaneous, worship, contemporary, all those are different styles, but actually what is the relevance also of church life together yeah. for our neighbours, for our colleagues, for our fellow yeah. students? And, and yeah, there's so much more it's, I don't know, it's also why I'm passionate about church, because I believe in its best form, that we can make it, not because of us, but because of the grace of God at work in in us as a community and different church communities. That
2: is a message for the world. Mm. Um, I think, well, we can't, uh, it will take too much time, but maybe a, uh, a next conversation can be about, how do we take these thoughts and let it impact the way that we do church, the way that we do our church service on Sunday and things like that? So can we be intentional in how we, uh, how we are church and, and, and make it practical? So.
1: Um,
2: yeah,
3: probably conversation for another time. And
2: yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, yeah. So. yeah.
0: This, uh, this sounds like a good moment to wrap up. And to finish this conversation, um, well, we all have our stories, but we also have what we share. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's very important that, um, yeah, church community, being that community is very important part of how we see being a believer, how we see Christ's presence. Dealing with diversity can be challenging. We make mistakes, but still, um, church is important. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's let's Mm -hmm. leave it at this. And um, well, for those who listen, uh, I uh, hope you have enjoyed the podcast. We would like to uh, to get some feedback from you. You can uh, email us. You know that's old fashioned kind of communication for <laughs> email
1: yeah, that's little. still
0: there uh, you can use info at itchurchleiden.nl but where you want to email us directly elders at itchurchleiden.nl we, we like to hear something from you some feedback but maybe some questions you have when you hear this and uh,
1: well thank you yeah bye yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.